Hallelujah, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. God allowed me to hear and to witness something on today. Um, I believe it was Marshawn. I'm not sure what her last name is, but she was on The Apprentice. And she just has a beautiful, sweet spirit. And she has the Holy Spirit upon her life. And I just thank God that she told one of her testimonies. And just that one blew me out of the water where she had to step out of her comfort zone. She wanted to stay in her comfort zone. But the Holy Spirit said for her to ask this young child, was she saved? Did she know Jesus Christ? Did she accept Jesus Christ as her personal savior? And she said, well, God, I want to just stay in the comfort zone and just keep it as a regular conversation. But, oh, my goodness. But the Holy Spirit told her to get out of her comfort zone and for her to ask her. She did. Long story short is that she was able to say it to the young girl as best as she knew how. From all of the times that she had learned from the places where she had went to church from. And just confessing with your heart, believing that Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. Hallelujah, that God raised him from the dead. And that's all. And then you shall be saved. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth. And you shall be saved. And the young girl said, if I knew it was that simple, I would have done it so long ago. That blew my mind. As Christians, as people of child, children of God, oh my goodness, just as a believer, you don't even have to call yourself a Christian, but just as a believer, wow, that is just mind-boggling that that young child who had cancer literally saw something special in Marshawn and some kind of way they got connected with her. And the Holy Spirit told her to ask her that one question. That one question and her obedience, wow, turned that whole situation around. That young girl was saved on that day. There was a reason for that because the Holy Spirit was getting ready to take that young girl home. And the very next day, the very next day, Marshawn had called to speak with the young girl again because they were, they were going to, they had planned to talk again. They had such a wonderful conversation. The little teenage girl, she was just, just so excited and filled with joy and happiness to just to be able to have a conversation. Who has God told you to have a conversation with? Hey, who has God told you to have a conversation with that you've been holding back, been disobedient? Saying, God, not me. Why you want me to go tell him? No. God told you for a reason. Go do it. You don't know whose souls are relying on you to speak into their lives. You do not know what is the next day entails for them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. That just opened my eyes to see it does not matter how we feel. It does not matter about insecurity. It does not matter about self-doubt. It does not matter about anything, those things. It is bigger than us. That young girl died the next day. If that woman didn't open her mouth and say those words to her, she could have been, she would have been going to hell. 
But God took her right then and there after she had confessed in her mouth and believed in her heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and that he is Lord and he reigns in heaven. That saved her soul from dying and going to eternal damnation in hell. That story has changed my life forever. Who cares what you think? Somebody needs what you have inside of you to help them to get through. Open your mouth and let your voice be heard. Thank you, Jesus. You need to think about that. God, I will do your will, whatever you say to do. Whatever you say to do, I shall do. In the name of Jesus, I shall be obedient. Because disobedience is not of God. Not of God. And I thank God for just allowing me to encounter that on today. Just to hear that story. Just to hear that story. Changed my life. For the better to know I don't care what. It does not matter how I feel in my body. It does not matter what's going on around me. It does not matter how much I have on my plate. It just matters. If God tells me to do something, I will go. I will say what you say to do. I will do what you tell me to do. Because someone else's life depends on it. And I thank God for allowing me to hear that on today. And to just share that with you guys. I I just, oh my God, that was just amazing. Y'all forgive the noise in the background. I do have five children. One of them had to come in the house. From out of the backyard. I just thank God for that testimony on today. And however you can help somebody else, I guarantee you, it will bless you. Because it's more better to give than to receive. Even if it's as a word, it doesn't have to be monetary all the time. Just by saying a kind word to someone. Just by hugging someone. Just by loving on them with a smile. Even with your mask on your face. You can smile with your eyes. People can see it. People need it. People need encouragement. People need love. They don't need to be scolded. They don't need to be chastised. They just need to see the love of God. You don't have to be perfect. Use the scriptures that you know. And no, you don't have to come up to somebody starting off with a scripture. No. Just simply just have a a simple conversation with them. And they'll be able to see the love of God upon you because you're different. Because you could see that they were feeling down that day. They didn't feel like themselves. They didn't look like themselves. And you just wanted to go and just go talk to them and just cheer them up. That is showing the love of God. That simple task is showing the love of God. And we are to shine our lights throughout the world and to be kind and loving and caring. I'm just going to leave that and set that in your heart to think about that and ask the Holy Spirit, how can I help someone else? It ain't about myself because that's why I used to be miserable. Stop thinking about yourself. 
and watch how happy you'll be. Stop thinking about your problems. Start thinking about what what you can get out of life, meaning living a purpose-filled life. And you'll be so much more happier than having millions. It doesn't even matter about the money. The, the missing key, the missing piece of the puzzle is that people do not have purpose. They don't have purpose, so they feel that emptiness and that void. And it's like they're constantly trying to fill it with something. But what that is, is that you're trying to fill it with is your purpose in God. The reason why God planted you here in this earth. The reason why you were born. That's what you're missing. That's the empty piece of the puzzle that you're missing. And I tell you, I had to tarry. I had to cry. I had to pray. It took years for me to finally hear from God that in a place, meaning that I'll be in a place to receive what he had to give me. Because the example I learned from the best was when he gave the example of how you spend all your money, all your money on your children for a Christmas gift, a Christmas gift. And you save it up for the whole year and you plan this thing and you you decide, oh, they're going to love this gift. I just want to pour it into them. I just want to give them this gift. I want to give them this gift. And then December finally comes. You give it to them. And they they don't even like it. And they play with the box more than they play with the actual item you bought them. How does that make you feel? That's the same way God feels whenever you don't want to accept your gift. When I heard that, that blew my mind. When you don't want to say thank you, God, for my gift and stop looking at other people's gifts. That's like a slap in the face. To our Heavenly Father, how dare you? That's what I had to tell myself. How dare you? God gifted you with those gifts and with those talents and those purposes. That purpose, you do it and you do it to the best of your ability. And don't think about nobody else and don't look back. Oh, because you're going to see the real truth come out of people when you do what you're supposed to do and what God tells you to do. I pray your strength now. Oh, I pray your strength now. But just fill yourself up with scriptures and keep on going and knowing Joshua 10 and 8. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them, for I have handed them over to you. Not one of them will stand against you. Not one. Not one of them. And just remember, if they try to bring up your past, you bring Hebrews 8 and 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. If God remembers no more, you don't remember no more. Forgive yourself, love yourself, and keep moving on. It'll take some work, but you can do it. Until next time, <laughs> Carmela Vance, just showing you some love and encouragement and just wanted to pour that into you. You guys be blessed until next time. Signing off.